I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. And for those of you watching us on YouTube and Facebook, glad you could join us today. The Philippine government ramps up its attacks against progressive House lawmakers after President Rodrigo Duterte called the Makabayan bloc communists. His national security advisor now wants them disqualified from future elections. Hermogenes Esperon Jr. says there is enough evidence to bar the Makabayan bloc from running for public office again. The bloc is composed of Bayan Muna, the Alliance of Concerned Teachers, Gabriela, and the Kabataan party list groups. Lalo lamang uh, tumibay ang aming paniniwala na dapat na mawala sila at madisqualifika ng uh, COMELEC sila. Dahil sa pag-amin na rin nila na sila pala ay hindi naniniwalang kontinahin ang uh, NPA sa violent actions nila. Uh, isa na yun, nabas yan. Kaya it's not only an option now, but uh, it's really, we have firmed up our move and we will do that. But an election lawyer asserts there needs to be solid proof the Makabayan bloc is advocating violence before they can be banned from the elections. Doesn't mean naman na kung hindi mo iko-condemn na you're already part of of that organization. The moment when you advocate for violence or uh, unlawful means to achieve the goal of the party list organization, that is the ground for disqualification. But uh, communism per se is not a ground. The party list system act is actually placed uh, there to actually accommodate this uh, minority or marginalized ideologies. Turkey imposes restrictions to combat the spread of the coronavirus as the country's daily COVID-19 death toll hits a record high for a ninth consecutive day. President Tayyip Erdogan announced the new measures on Monday, introducing a weekday curfew and a full lockdown on weekends. Turkey recorded 190 fatalities on Tuesday, raising its death toll to nearly 14,000. More than 30,000 new infections were also logged taking its total number of cases to nearly 669,000. In the U.S., Los Angeles residents urged to stay home to prevent a winter COVID-19 surge from getting worse. Steve Angeles tells us more. Los Angeles reached the 400,000 case mark on Monday, and health officials fear the numbers will continue trending in the wrong direction. The picture is devastating. It is very possible that within two weeks, easily, we could see the daily number of people hospitalized for COVID-19 at 2,500. That's two weeks from last week. A week after that, the average daily number of deaths could be at around 50. Into uh, early and early part of January, we'll see this past weekend's effects on the number of deaths of COVID-19. It is very much our hope that the majority of residents took seriously our recommendations. On Monday, the county began a new set of stay-at-home orders, limiting capacity at businesses and calling on residents to stay home between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. The past week saw an average of 4,559 new daily cases and hospitalizations topped the 2,000 mark. We don't really have any choice but to use all the tools at hand to stop the surge. 
Until there's a vaccine, each of us needs to protect all of those around us, both those we know and those we don't. The virus is running rampant through almost every part of our county. For Roland Santos, president of Southern California's Philippine Nurses Association, who serves as chief nursing officer at Sherman Oaks Hospital, he says the COVID wards have seen an increase of patients in recent weeks. And as the association tries to keep Filipino frontliners connected, updated, and protected, he's asking the community to do their part in helping stop the spread. My message to the community and to everyone really is, whether you're frontliner or not, is to really take this seriously. And I mean, people sometimes you see who are careless about safety, and uh, this is a message from us frontliners saying you must practice all the uh, elements, efforts that we're doing to ensure that we don't contract the disease, there's social distancing, facial coverings, avoid gatherings more than 10. I think those are all, you know, uh, effective in terms of uh, avoiding the spread of the disease. The new order is scheduled to last until December 20th. However, health officials warned that stricter measures could be ordered if there is no improvement in the number of cases, hospitalizations or deaths. In recent weeks, several cities have also gone further than the county by implementing fines for those not wearing masks in public. Steve Angeles, ABS-CBN News, Los Angeles. Well, COVID-19 cases in the Philippines now nearing 433,000. That's after the health department reported almost 1,300 new infections on Tuesday, raising the total number of active cases to over 25,000. Ilocos Norte accounted for most of the new cases, followed by the city of Manila and Quezon province. The country's death toll now stands at 8,400, while recoveries are at nearly 399,000. Worldwide, COVID-19 has infected 63.7 million people, 1.4 million of whom have died, while nearly 41 million have recovered. Only 18% of COVID-19 vaccines available for developing countries such as the Philippines. That pronouncement coming from the Philippine vaccine chief, Carlito Galvez Jr. He says the world's richest countries have already purchased more than 80% of the vaccine supply. But he believes the Philippines is still on track on purchasing COVID-19 vaccines by the first quarter of next year under the best case scenario. We are trying hard na makakuha po tayo ng mga vaccine, lalo na sa mga diplomatic uh, friends natin, katulad ng China, Australia, and other countries like U.S., na makakuha po tayo ng vaccine during the first quarter. The debt of troubled state insurer PhilHealth to the Philippine Red Cross ballooning once again. Red Cross Chairman Senator Richard Gordon says PhilHealth's debt stands at 623 million pesos as of December 1st. And that amount continues to increase each day as the Red Crosses make that spends 25 million pesos for daily COVID-19 testing. The Red Cross previously halted COVID-19 tests for the government after PhilHealth's debt rose to over a billion pesos. Red Cross only resumed its testing after PhilHealth coughed up, make that coughed up half that amount. We're not a bottomless uh, pit. Uh, pit. No, yeah. there, there are. We are. We, we have uh, our responsibilities. If we stop, and this is not a threat, if we stop, 
Dikip saya ingat kaya namanya Jadi kaya ninyo Kaya ninyo Tinggal natin kung ano mangyayari I mean I'm not saying that uh, We're happy that makakamali-mali kayo And uh, dadami ang sakit Akta non-verba Gawin nyo muna bago kayo magsalita Because in, in the first place We should not be here Directly should not be testing mm. We're only forced to test Because the government was not ready at all To conduct testing Buy local this holiday season, that's the call of the Philippine Trade Department as it sets up Christmas bazaars all over the metro to help small businesses recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Vivian Gulia gives us a look. Filipino-made, fashionable and competitively priced products. This is what micro, small and medium enterprises vow to offer Christmas shoppers in the Trade Department's Bagsakan Bazaar. In Ayala Fairview Terraces in Quezon City, Shoppers have a variety of packaged Filipino snacks to choose from. Araro cookies and cashew products from Bataan, sweet and spicy fried dillies and squid, bagoong or salted shrimp paste, cassava chips, and polvoron. Other gift options include soap, bags from 160 to 799 pesos, slippers and sandals for not more than 550 pesos, and shoes at 600 to 1,800 pesos. There are also belts, throw pillows, and handmade Christmas balls on sale. In Green Hills and San Juan City, you can get pouches and accessories for 100 pesos apiece and other home decorations at a discount. We were encouraged to really give prices na bagsak na bagsak talaga. Quality din naman ang, ang mga ano nila, products. If ever na may makita kaming maganda and affordable, uh, pwede. We have to help all those people na nawala ng trabaho sa COVID. Actually, mas mahal yung local products pero... Okay lang kasi nakakatulong naman kapag bumili sa local. Some MSMEs admit it has not been easy to recover from the huge hit they took due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Malakas po yung mga pagdideliver namin sa mga pasalubong store. Nasa tempo, gano'n. Sa kutas ngayon, tatlo na lang. Ngayon pa, tatlo pa lamang yung mga nag-o-open. Since we're mainly into export, then we could hardly sell. Because of the pandemic, we cannot join trade fairs in Europe or the nearest, which is Hong Kong. Because who wants to ride in an airplane? Mas kena libre. I'm not gonna risk my my health. That is why local businesses and the Philippine Trade Department make this appeal to Christmas shoppers. Ang MSME natin ngayon po ay nasa 99.5 percent. In fact, napakalaki ang contribution po nila in terms of job. Yung nakakapagbigay talaga ng job opportunity, malaki yung bahagi ng mga MSME talaga natin at lalong-lalo na yan, tinatawag natin na mga the backbone of our economy yung MSME kaya gusto natin talaga sila hindi mawala. Huwag po kayo mag-alala kasi po itong mga produkto lalo na po pag-endorse ng DTI is definitely quality, export quality pa nga po eh. Selected malls in Quezon City and San Juan provided space for Bagsakan Bazaar participants in their activity center until Thursday free of charge. The bazaar will then move to Alabang in Muntinlupa City. MSMEs interested to be part of the marketing initiative may get in touch with DTI's regional offices. The agency meanwhile reminds shoppers and establishments to strictly observe physical distancing and minimum health protocols. Christmas spending presents a window of opportunity for Filipino MSMEs to jumpstart recovery from the pandemic. That's if fellow Filipinos will heed the call to buy local. Vivian Gulia, ABS-CBN News. 
Local hotel players staying afloat amid the pandemic by becoming quarantine hotels for returning overseas Filipinos. In fact, the Hotel Sales and Marketing Association says some hotels in Metro Manila are now seeing a bump in reservations as more OFWs are set to come back home this holiday season. Good news because of IATF Resolution 85, starting December 7, there will be uh, Malikbayans are allowed to go back to the Philippines. And that's a welcome treat for all of the Metro Manila hotels. We're getting calls from the U.S. straight and uh, agents and Malikbayans associations are calling us up for quarantine bookings. Meanwhile, hotel occupancy rates in Boracay remain far from pre-COVID-19 levels, two full months since the island reopened to tourists. Since we opened, uh, especially during the first month, uh, most of the hotel that I spoke to, like in our group in one Boracay, um, most are averaging at around 5 to 10 percent only against the 80 to 100 percent prior pandemic. Most of the hotel we just take into consideration we got to give our people and this or the staff a chance to work again mm. because as you know Boracay is an island we're in uh, the the source of income of the locals are basically just the tourists mm. so it's it's good enough In sports, Filipino chess grandmaster Wesley So takes down world number one Magnus Carlsen to win the Skilling Open Championship. So, who has been representing the United States Chess Federation since 2014, needed a playoff to beat the Norwegian world champion. After the two players split the four games in the early stages of the tournament, So took home 30,000 U.S. dollars for winning the tournament and earned praises from Carlsen as well. That'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7. That's on Facebook. Keep safe, everyone, as you keep it here on ANC.